0: Everybody
1: and thank you for tuning in to another episode of New York Gun Guys. My name is John. My name is Taylor. Taylor. Yes. What are we talking about today? This, is, uh, this has been a hot topic now. Oh yeah, it's been a very hot topic. We're going to talk about others. others. The others. The wonderful and fabulous world of mm-hmm. others. Right, right. So for those of you out there who don't know what an other is, Taylor, just kind of run us through because I kind of had a hard time kind of understanding this and it's it is a little confusing if yeah. you don't fully understand. So, Taylor, just just like what exactly is an other?
0: Basically, an other is a colloquial term for a firearm that's not a rifle, shotgun, or pistol, or mm-hmm. any other weapon on the federal level, and it right. doesn't meet any of the definitions for those characteristics. Okay, great. So, how how is that possible? How does it not? <laughs> yeah. Well, well to break it down in layman's terms, what it does is it basically it doesn't meet the criteria for any one of those things. So, it's not defined by any one of those things. So, therefore, it's in its own kind of category.
1: So, I saw a picture of another. I think you sent it to me. Yeah. And it looks an awful lot like a rifle or like an SBR. Which is a short barrel rifle or or something like that. So, mm, I mean, can you kind of explain? Because to me, it it looked like, I mean, I think you sent me a picture of like a, it was like built on like an AR lower. Right. I I mean, it looked exactly like an AR to me. Basically, yeah, in the, the
0: the most prevalent form of an other is an AR style rifle. But right. it can be built around any any style firearm like an AK, mm-hmm. AR as long as basically getting diving right into it. I'm just going to talk about ARs because they're the most prevalent out there, okay. but it could, the, it could be applicable for AKs as well okay. and other uh, types of firearm platforms. Sure. So basically, it Another, you you, you take an AR-15 receiver, right? That receiver transfers to you as a firearm because it's not a pistol, because it was never built as a pistol. It wasn't transferred to you as a pistol. Okay. It's not a rifle because technically it never had a shoulder stock attached to it by the definition of the atf a rifle mm. is something that's designed to be fired from the shoulder gotcha. this receiver was never designed to be fired from the shoulder because
1: it's just a receiver so therefore it's not a rifle so because a shoulder stock was never ever in place on it technically technically it was never ever designed right to fire from the shoulder exactly okay. so it can't be designed from the sh- to fire from the shoulder if it doesn't have a stock right so what happens and i know i'm cutting you off what happens if you know i had had a shoulder stock on it technically then if
0: it once it had a stock on it right. then you it's no longer a firearm it's a rifle but they then would, he,
1: they would never be able to tell well I mean, <laughs> you know that's <sighs> right yeah, yeah, basically no, yeah yeah i got it yeah all right so go ahead so <laughs> so yeah so it's just app it's i mean it worked this in this instance it like kind of works in our favor but that kind of stuff is just so silly right
0: <laughs> so basically like i said you know Rifles and shotguns, for example. like Because in New York, we have the Remington TAC-14s, the Mossberg shockwaves. Mm. Those are also firearms as defined by the law. Those are pump action, though. They don't fit into the semi-auto category, which is mm. the gray area for mm. this. Gotcha. Okay. But basically, even with the Mossbergs and the, uh, the Remington TAC-14s and the mm. other Black Aces tactical or the TAC-13 sem- semi-auto shotguns, um, even though it's clearly a shotgun, right. it was never designed with a shoulder stock on it. So, you know, if it's never designed to fire from a shoulder, therefore Mm -hmm. the lack of a stock means that it can't be fired from the shoulder, so it's not a rifle or a shotgun. Now we get into, let's just say, well, it looks like an AR pistol or a, a, quote, shotgun pistol. I'm just going to say pistol because it's handheld. You know, pistols legally, federally, or even in the state are defined to be to to be shot with one hand. They're designed to be fired with Pistons, one hand. Right. right. Even though modern day pistol technique designates two hands, generally a pistol legally speaking is a one handed fired weapon. That's how right? it's
1: that that now that's how it's defined on the federal level?
0: Yes. Legally, federally, a pistol is designed to be fired with one hand. Okay, I got gotcha. you.
1: So in order for
0: an other to be not classified as a pistol, not ex- now this is excluding the, the the um, the the shockwave the Tac 14 I'm getting back into the ARs now. They add a vertical grip to the firearm because it has a vertical grip. It's not designed to be fired with one hand. It's designed mm-hmm. to be fired with two. Gotcha. So now that gets into a different category
1: <laughs> as well. So just real quick recap. Now, well, not necessarily, but this is this is kind of the thing that kind of threw me off mm-hmm. when we were kind of discussing this as far as the. Uh, the forward grip, right, right. So, like, uh, I mean, I know technically the definition is it of a pistol is designed, you know, to be fired one, one hand, hand, and right. that it's you know you're having that forward grip means it's not designed one hand. Fired. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of.
0: Well, I mean, federally, uh, in the the eyes of the law, that's what it is. Now, that gets it into another thing. For example, now you're getting into the definition of what an AOW is and any other weapon defined federally, which is an NFA regulated item. Gotcha. So basically what happens is an AOW is defined like a catch-all any other weapon. So they could be like cane guns. They can be Mm -hmm. um, guns that don't look like firearms, concealed guns. But they also could be like a Glock with a forward grip. Because it's not a rifle, it was a pistol that was made into right. a, any other weapon. Because it's now designed to be fired with two hands as opposed to one. Okay. So if gotcha. you add a vertical grip to a pistol, that's right. where you get into AOW and it has to be right. federally registered. Okay. But gotcha. an AOW is defined as being concealable on a person, and the ATF defines that as being anything under 26 inches in length. Okay. From the barrel, from the from the extreme ends of the barrel to right, the back of right. the firearm to the to the you know, actual working components of a firearm Mm -hmm. that's permanently affixed. So, for the purposes of another, you have, let's just say, the virgin receiver, and you slap an upper on it, right? right? With a vertical grip. The upper has the vertical grip. Mm -hmm. So, technically, you've created what might be defined as an other, unless it's 26 inches from... The end of the barrel, if the muzzle device isn't permanently affixed. So if you just have a regular screw or muzzle device, that right. does not count in the length. It right. has to be from the end of Unless it's like pinned in. Well, yeah, unless permanent. it's okay. Pinned, okay. Yeah, okay. Unless it's pinned and welded. Okay, got gotcha. Permanently affixed. So from the end of that barrel yeah. to the end of that buffer has to be greater than twenty six inches. Greater okay. than or equal to, but give yourself a little leeway. Right. So 26 inches. So that makes it not an AOW. So that makes it not a short-barreled rifle because it was never a rifle. That makes it not a pistol mm-hmm. because it can be fired with two hands, and that makes right, it not right. an AOW because it's over 26 inches in length. So, <laughs> gotcha. So it's it's a little confusing, right? Um, now, from your perspective, John, as in law enforcement, if mm-hmm. you if you saw this thing, if you know you 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 had a bad guy, let's just say, and you right. saw that thing, I mean, what would you what would you view it as? I mean, it,
1: not ah. knowing any of this, if you just saw it. I can pretty uh, much—I mean, look, if I didn't know any of this, if I didn't know any of it, uh, it would probably be looked at as a rifle. Yeah, short-barreled rifle? Right. Well, it would just be looked at as a rifle. Well, federally, definitely—right, it would be a rifle. Right, federally. I mean, I'm not a federal law enforcement officer, but, um, yeah, I mean, it would definitely—I mean, if I was walking down the street— you know, on you a long, well, just, like, on a, in a like let's just say on a Long Island neighborhood, you yeah. know, Suffolk or Nassau County, let's just say Suffolk County, I would say that guy's got a rifle. Yeah. I wouldn't say, oh, he's got another firearm. Like, you know what I mean? But <laughs> right. and then moving into New York City, I mean, everything is illegal there. That yeah. would definitely get you. Oh, yeah. No, that is not allowed. 100%. Because be they dumb. define any semi-automatic firearm. They actually define it like you can't have an right. M1 Garand in fucking right. New York City. So, right. So. I do, do not bring any of these into New York City because you're, you're in trouble. Right. Um, but, yeah, I could say that, it, let's say somebody was pulled over in Suffolk County. And, I mean, even if an officer saw this anyway in Suffolk County, I mean, it's perfectly legal to have a, a rifle anyway. Right. You know, I, I don't think that they would look at it and be like, that's an SBR. I'd be like, oh, I would think that if it was just laying on laying on the back you know floor of a, of a car they would be like oh what kind of rifle is that I don't right. especially if it was built on a you know a rifle platform right now this gets
0: into something because a lot of people let just say mm-hmm. oh I
1: have this AR that I got let me make it into
0: another no can't do that
1: so why can't we do that?
0: Because if you have a rifle, if it's something that's legally defined as a rifle, having a shoulder stock and a barrel greater than 16 inches, gotcha. you can't convert that to having a barrel less than 16 inches because then you've created a short-barreled rifle. And unless you can't register it in New York State, but you could register it with the feds on the and you know, on the NFA, get mm. a $200 tax stamp on it. People do that okay. all the time. But for the purposes of New York specifically... You can't take an existing rifle and make another out of it. It has to be what's known as like a virgin receiver right, or a yeah. firearm receiver. <laughs> so you right. could do the same thing with an AK. Sure. If you if you want to build an AK at home, if you got the tools mm-hmm. and the, the know how to do it, you can make another AK. It's just right. it's a lot more work. An AR is a more popular, a lot more modular, a lot more accessible platform.
1: Mm-hmm. So federally, this is all legal. Yeah, this federally, this up. is
0: legal. And in states like New Jersey and Connecticut, they, the state police has actually issued letters saying, hey, this firearm is good to go. It is legal. Right. It, especially, I know somebody in New Jersey who has one. and He, he loves it. Right. And it, he went to a store and bought it. Now, applying this to New York, this is where it gets a little gray, right? So this is kind of where it's a little murky. The controversy, the, the, the you know, the right. controversy over it kind of stems from um, the New York Safe Act, our, our great and glorious, you know, New York <laughs> Safe Act that saves so many lives every single year. Right? Oh man, what, what would we do without it, John?
1: Uh, we would obviously all die, right? Right. <laughs> from S- gunfire,
0: schools would look like Mogadishu, right? Yeah. And you know, we'd all just be dead with bullets. Mm, but anyway, yeah. moving on. <laughs> dead with bullets. <laughs> Kill, we'd be killed by bullets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, how does this apply to the Safe Act?
1: Well, it it doesn't technically. <laughs> so the the New York Safe Act grabs its definitions for shotguns, pistols, and rifles, rifles. from the federal right. But it, guidelines. But it doesn't define a firearm. Correct. So, so, because they didn't go about coming up with their own definitions, or or even defining like an like this type of um, firearm, um, they are just pulling right from the federal guidelines. And the federal guidelines say that this is, this is okay and this is legal. Right. So and, this pretty much effectively creates kind of like a little loophole. Yeah. In the New York State. Yeah,
0: Act. I would say it's. I mean. I, I wouldn't say it's a loophole per se because anything that's not explicitly banned is therefore legal and then it and then it falls back on the federal definitions right so there are stores gun shops in new york couple on long island and and a bunch upstate that are selling them right now in nassau county for example there was um a post going around a while ago on on uh, facebook and instagram that was shared on some forums that basically said, I believe it was the commissioner of police or something in Nassau County, right. basically said, these are illegal. I'm, I'm just, I, I don't have it in front of me, but it created quite a stir because I think somebody from DSI, one of the the owners from DSI, right. Darkstorm Industries in Oakdale, said that um, we got this letter or we, we saw this, it was posted and, um, you know. So in Nassau County, allegedly they're illegal. Do, but, you, do you remember, the re- did they give a reasoning? or they were just Because like, they define it as an assault weapon, as per the law. Because it's a semi-auto firearm that accepts a detachable magazine and has okay. these characteristics. Right. But, again, that is a police officer's interpretation of the law. That doesn't
1: necessarily mean that it is the law. So, mm-hmm. getting es- that- Especially with this because it isn't defined. Right. I mean, not, not every single law leaves things up to the interpretation of officers. But right. in this case, I mean, it is, it, it's, it's not defined. It's exactly. <laughs> so
0: now we run into an issue of legal interpretation. So there right. was, uh, the other day, there was a, a post that circulated around mm-hmm. um, on Facebook, Instagram, social media, a bunch of different places, about somebody by the name of Sheriff Gidden. If I'm pronouncing that right, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but basically, um, he
1: he. Where where is this guy from?
0: I have no idea. It was posted. Um, the the screenshots were posted on Reddit, on okay. Facebook, on. So this is a real. This is a real person. Yeah, ale- well, allegedly. I'm just okay. going by what I see. Okay. Basically, it says that. Um, I'm I'm skipping down a bunch of things here, but it says during an in-person meeting this afternoon with Sullivan County, New York District Attorney Megan Galligan, Sullivan County Sheriff Mike Schiff, and under Sheriff Eric. Shabadi, <laughs> I was about to say shabuti <laughs> we we address the legality of quote other firearms in the state all three clear. all three clearly answered that while other may exist under federal law in New York State there is no such classification whatsoever and no type of semi-automatic firearm is exempt from the SAFE Act but again they just said there's no such classification in New York State so Wait, well, how could they then say it's illegal
1: well yeah, it says it's not exempt what do you mean they said didn't you just say at the bottom it right. says it's not exempt, which means it would fall under the SAFE Act, which means it would be
0: illegal. It's There's no type of semi-automatic firearm that is exempt from the SAFE Act. So they're saying the SAFE Act covers all, every, every semi-automatic. Correct, but, which would make it illegal. Right, but the New York SAFE Act only defines rifles, pistols, and shotguns. It doesn't define... It doesn't define... Right, right. so this is, again, a district attorney, a county sheriff, and an undersheriff's interpretation of the law. And basically... Um, reading reading further into it, when asked w- what would be the consequence if someone found in possession of one, their answer was that as long as the individual was not found with it while in the commission of a crime, there would be no prosecution, but there would be forfeiture. Essentially, they were saying that if a law-abiding citizen got pulled over with one of these in his vehicle, and he had no intention of doing anything harmful with it, the weapon would be confiscated and destroyed with no compensation given. However, he would likely not be
1: arrested, or charged. Now, how can they go about confiscating (laughs) things? Not charge you? But it's not illegal. Exactly. Typically, from a law enforcement standpoint. Right. Give us us a law enforcement. Look, like, for example, like, let's... I mean not, we're not going into the in, really into guns but let's go into noise complaints right like let's say you're driving around in your car and your entire back seat and your trunk just happens to be one big speaker and uh which happens a lot where I work but uh <laughs> so uh um the police officers can confiscate that and that comes along with the summons so you, you're not going to see officers just going around confiscating you can't confiscate something that's not illegal right or causing an issue right so speakers are illegal but you're causing a quality of life issue and they now reserve the right if you refuse to turn that sound off to issue you with summons as well as confiscate your speakers. so I don't I don't really see how they could be confiscating firearms which is sketchy anyway. Well, that's
0: the whole thing. If they're confiscating a firearm, generally I would like to think that they're going to arrest you and that you're going to be charged. Right. Now, the sad part is I think that for New York, the only true way we're ever going to know if this is legal or not is if somebody gets arrested and charged. Scary. Exactly. I don't want to be that person. I know you don't. don't. I definitely don't.
1: You know, facing Um, the full wrath of the anti-gun New York law system. Right. So I'm curious, does the SAFE Act, When it defines all these different things, now it does define it as any semi-automatic. Like how how is it laid out? Like for for rifles and handguns, for example. Right. So the Safe Act defines
0: rifles, pistols, and shotguns. Correct. That's what it defines. So, for example, for rifles, if it's semi-automatic and has the ability to receive a detachable magazine, it can't have a list of features to include like a folding or telescoping stock, which another doesn't have a stock, a pistol grip. Which another does technically a thumbhole stock.
1: It can't have a second hand grip protruding forward of the well, rear it, grip. It, it can't have now it can't have a uh, folding or telescoping Stop. stock um, as a requirement. Uh, that's an evil feature, quote unquote. Yeah, evil feature. Right? So um, that's not saying that's not part of what makes it a. Assault rifle is it like? Yeah, technically it is. By the way, they define, but that's not what is part of that. What makes it a rifle? Well, no, a rifle has to have a stock, legally speak. So the definition of so. Let me ask you this legally: What's the definition of rifle? A rifle you, is you, any. But do you know like the letter of like letter of the law? New York oh. State, not offhand, but okay. basically, like in
0: layman's terms, um, it's it's a firearm right. that's designed to be to expel a projectile, you know, using uh compressed, you know, powder or something that's designed to be fired from the shoulder. So, designed or redesigned made or remade to be fired from the shoulder. So that is the the definition of a rifle. And that is why a lot of times, for example, there was a pistol that was introduced, uh the Mare's Leg, the Henry Mare's Leg. I think it's a it's a 44 uh, 44 magnum lever action pistol. Now, because the way the grip is where the lever comes down, there's like a little like abutment almost to the stock. New York deemed that to be a stock, and they deemed it, you know, you can't have that in New York, which it's not, because it was never made to be fired from the shoulder. It was made to be fired, you know, right. as a pistol. So again, certain states define things differently than the federal level, and obviously, but if something's not defined by the state, it bounces back to the federal definition because that's how law is. If something's not defined by the states, the powers that's granted to them by the Constitution, then if it's not given to them, then it goes back to the state. Right. So
1: <clears throat> I just did a, a quick little search on my uh, my New York State Penal Law, and I, I don't I I don't see the actual definition of rifle off, just off the top of my head without like really diving deep, into it. Yeah. Um, all it really says is that. According to the penal law, um, penal yeah, I'm looking at 265. It's the definitions in the penal law. Number three says, "quote unquote," a firearm means any pistol, a revolver, shotgun, or a rifle. So I guess even that wouldn't really cover it because it's saying even if you say it's a firearm, firearm in terms of the penal law is really only referring to pistol, shotgun, rifles right. that and are defined, I guess, federally.
0: Well, yeah. So that's basically what it is. So they're right. saying a firearm is either a rifle, pistol, or shotgun. Right. But this firearm doesn't meet the definition of any of those three things. Right. So hence the, the gray area. Now yeah. what people have been doing is they've been making others with fixed mags, and that kinda gets around the um, because it doesn't have a detachable magazine, so therefore right. it's exempt from Safe Act provisions. Mm-hmm. So therefore it, it it totally doesn't apply to the Safe Act. Right. But I, I can't stand fixed mag ARs. <laughs>
1: Well, I did see that not not that we're my not, not that we're, you know, advertising for any particular gun shop. I did see a video of DSI. They had like a quick feed, right. you know, through like, yeah. uh, you know, through the uh ejection the port. The ejection port. Which yeah, was they have, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I think that's made by Mean Arms, um if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. They have there's a couple of different ways to get ammo into a fixed mag AR through the right. ejection port. Or there's a, or obviously you break open and then right. go through the top. Or right. there's another magazine that looks like a thirty rounder, but it has a window that you load through the bottom. Um, that's how certain firearms like the New York legal uh, styre AUG is operated because you mm-hmm. can't break that gun open because that's it, it, not what right. it, you know it's designed to. Um, you know, not not to get too much off topic, but I I just happen to think that I would take a featureless
1: AR with a detachable magazine over any anything. It's <laughs> yeah, it's I, the I, one thing that man, you like not have i i have a i have a buddy who when um he was thinking about getting an ar he he ended up getting one with a fixed mag and i'm like dude
0: i mean this is my personal opinion because i think the ability to be able to change magazines right. and if worst case scenario if you happen to come across a, a magazine with a you know a pretty decent capacity to it that could just go right in you know right. The benefit of the of the detachable magazine semi auto is that you could change mags out. Right. You know, you look at an AR versus a Mini 14, and you know, essentially, just a featureless AR is just right. a really nice Mini 14. Right. Right. So I just not to get too off topic here, but that's just my personal mm-hmm. opinion. I think clearing malfunctions just for ease of like muscle memory, you know, right. Get the mag out, see what's going on, you know, rack it, right. get a mag back in, and keep going. Right. I've seen some jams at the range of a of a of a fixed mag gun where ho, oh, you're, the gun's done. You you got a double feed going on. You can't break open the gun because the buffer tube uh, because the, the bolt is in between the bolt carrier is in between the buffer tube and the upper receiver. Right. So you got to go in through the ejection port to try and pick the gun. You know to, 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 to get the bolt back. It's dangerous. It, it's, That's dangerous. I know. It, it's
1: dangerous. Uh, um, you know, from the standpoint of like self defense. Oh yeah, exactly. Like, let's say you know you hear a bump of the night and all Ooh. of a sudden you grab your your AR and doesn't work maybe maybe one round goes off and then the next one's click and then now what you're looking at your gun trying to break it open it's just it's not safe right that's just again my personal opinion
0: Um, there are very well made uh, fixed mag guns and people do like them and swear by them and you know to each their own but I think uh, just my personal opinion the benefit of having a a removable magazine is what makes the gun so great and getting back into the others that's what makes the others so great because it is a semi-automatic firearm with the ability to accept
1: a detachable magazine in a state that would otherwise ban it right so i think um let's say you did get caught with one of these right. and the officer decided you know you were going to be arrested you're you're probably getting arrested it's definitely
0: i mean if you're going to get arrested then what's going to happen to you i mean you they're going to get you probably uh, that yeah. charge is probably if if you get arrested for just possessing it they're probably gonna throw a bunch of other stuff at you that they're gonna charge you for. I mean that dude, is how gonna, can
1: you even be arrested for possessing it if it's not illegal?
0: Let's just say, for example, you're going back and forth to the range and you don't secure your firearm properly in your vehicle or sure. you carry it loaded. Okay. Let's just say. They're gonna get you on the charge, in my opinion, I I would think because this would open up a whole Pandora's box of shit, they're gonna get you on the um the, the improper transportation of a firearm charge. Right. right. It's and then they're going to, you know, they're not going to charge you on the other thing because otherwise then they're going to have to go to court and define what it is. Right. Um, I don't know if you remember, I think it was earlier in the year, a case in California was dismissed because a, a guy was, basically a guy was uh, allowing people to come into his machine shop to machine out 80% receivers. Okay. He got arrested and charged for manufacturing firearms without a license and all this. But when he went to court, he's like, well, technically, by the way the law is written, the lower receiver of an AR isn't the true receiver. The upper receiver is. And the court basically saw that, oh, yeah, technically this is true. And they dismissed the case because rather than set precedent and have to you know, rewind sixty mm. years of gun laws with this, right, right. and read and have two serial numbers on every firearm. You know, an upper right. and a lower. Right. Because technically, if you do think about it, the upper receiver mm. of an AR is what would be a receiver by the technical sense. That's where the barrel is made it to. Right. That's where the bolt goes in. That it, it has all of the pressure bearing components. Right. Like the lower, like the the trigger housing for an HK type firearm, isn't the receiver. The actual bent piece of sheet metal is. Right. So. You know, I th- I just think that going back all those years, they made that the receiver because that's where all the serial numbers were, and that's where the manufacturer's hmm, identification right, right. markings were. So, you know, again, I think that that law, if if something goes to court, it could set a precedent. And in California's case, they didn't want to have to redefine what the receiver was for an AR, and then right. everyone in the country now can go buy lowers and do all this stuff without. You know without any background check or anything they just wanted to keep the status quo right so getting back to new york's case i think that if somebody were to be charged i think if somebody were to be arrested for it and they're gonna get the book thrown at him anyway might as well go for broke and say hey charge me on this i want this defined if it's not definable and it doesn't you know and it doesn't it's not illegal then you have to say it's not illegal publicly and then let me go
1: Obviously, that would. Right. I a, mean, that's a boiled down version of what yeah, I would. Love I mean, to see. I, I would not want to be the person. Oh God! No. Sitting, you know, in the courtroom, having you know, having to pay for a lawyer oh and everything. God. Like, you know, I mean, it's scary, right? You know, it's very scary.
0: And if the and if the powers that be, the New York State Police and or the 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 politicians up in Albany, just said if they just sat down and said, "Look, this is something that's happening in our state, we need to." get a handle on it and say one way or another whether it is or it's not right legal so that's what they did in connecticut that's what they did in new jersey right and and the state police haven't done that here no 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 no. they'll tell you for example that it's they'll they'll tell you if you call up the the one eight five five guns number right they'll tell you oh yeah it's not allowed here but you're like okay well i could go to a store and buy it and if an FFL mm-hmm. sells it to me, then right. therefore I believe it's legal. I in good faith bought hmm. it as legal. Right. So you know? that's
1: that brings up another question. If there are FFLs here oh, on, yeah. on Long Island in New York that are selling this item, um, yeah. well, how if it is illegal, how come the state police haven't shut exactly. that down, haven't exactly. withdrawn their you know, licenses or anything like that. Right. that that's another interesting uh, question. I took,
0: I took a screenshot yesterday from a, um, right. a group on Facebook I belong to, the, the wonderful Long Island Firearm Forum. Mm-hmm. And a, um, a gentleman posted up, I'm not going to say names because obviously that wouldn't be good, but a, right. a guy posted saying, quote, Others are risky business in New York, protect yourselves, make good decisions. Another gentleman underneath the comment that said, I know the same detectives that were involved with Chester's were looking into Jerry's years ago. And they're still selling them today. He told me that they were keeping a close eye on the shop because it was such a gray area. I think if they were really concerned about civilians owning them, they would have stopped it a long time ago.
1: Well, from I don't mean, I don't think that the police department wouldn't have any say in that anyway. Right. I, I mean, that would have to come down from lawmakers. Above. Yeah. Right. It would have to come down from lawmakers. So
0: apparently, again, just going on the anecdotes of Facebook and this guy that posted, we, you and I do know him to some degree. I'm not going to say who he is because okay. I don't want to put the information, but. If I were to tell you off off Mike, you would know, oh yeah, I know that guy. okay, so it's it's kind of somebody who's in the know with things. Um, <clears throat> if if law enforcement does know about it, and like he said, if it was something that shouldn't be, then they would have stopped it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And again, the opinions <clears throat> sorry, the opinions of law enforcement is not law, correct. And that's what you kind of got back to that kind of getting back to what you said a few episodes ago, you know, laws are only good if yeah
1: laws are only laws if law enforcement is willing to enforce them as well as the populace as a whole is willing to believe that they are laws exactly you know like i said you can't have every single person on long island arrested because you know everyone's walking down the street with another you know and then all of a sudden (laughs) they decide oh it's not really legal But like what are you gonna do you know exactly and you know again going back if law enforcement I mean, that's why, you know, there's there's obviously some things that law enforcement officers do not have discretion with. There's no. must arrest situations. Yeah. But as a whole, as an organization, I mean you see all the time there's there's sheriffs that come down and they say, you know, in, in, in like let's call them free states yeah. where, you know, politicians decide we're gonna ban X, Y, Z and the sheriff comes down and says that we will not be enforcing that law. Yeah. So you know, at that point, it's like I said, man, it's just words on a piece of paper.
0: Right. Right. And somebody, a listener, um, messaged me a while ago asking about, you know, to talk about, like, let's just say, non-compliance. You know, uh, New York State Post Safe Act has a has a rich and wonderful history of non-compliance. <laughs> um, I think that this kind of falls into that category of non-compliance, even though technically mm. it's it's not illegal by the way the law is written, but. Knowing full well that in a state that'll mm-hmm. run you through every sort of law just to get you to bend to their whim, right? doing this, having an other, going out and even buying one from an FFL, I would say is a form of noncompliance, is a form of kind of civil protest against it.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree with that.
0: Right, right. And I think that, you know, for everybody here in New York who's thinking about doing it, you know... I'm not telling you to do it, but it wouldn't be a bad thing to have put away somewhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not going to sit here and say everyone should go out and build one of these. I I actually recommend that you do not go out and build one of these. Ooh. I, you know, and I'm not saying that, um, you know, we need to listen to everything that all the politicians tell us what to do and all that stuff. But I mean, Taylor knows I'm not that type of person at all. Um, You're just thinking from like um, a law standpoint? Well, I'm, you know, I'm thinking. my personal beliefs are everyone should do whatever, whatever they want. Okay, I, I'm, you know, I'm on the libertarian side of things. You right. know. I'm, I don't believe in big government or anything like that. Even though I do work in, you know, in one form or another <laughs> as part of the government. You're the man trying um, to keep the man it's down. It's funny too because a lot of a lot of law enforcement officers feel the same way. Oh, like, yeah. A lot of them are, are libertarian and they right. they don't agree with big government. It's they just, just want to see society day, function. Well, it's yeah. a
0: job, but they also want to see society function in a really good
1: way, and they want to be that person to do that. Of course. Um, so what, what, what did you uh, what did you ask?
0: Well, you were you were getting on. You were saying
1: that they you you don't think people should build them. Yeah, I don't. Why? I, because it's not defined, and you don't want to be that guinea pig, right? You know, um, you just I, I don't just, want to
0: see somebody unnecessarily go through a bunch of crap because the state bureaucrats can't get the crap together to define what is legal. And, what's and I don't not.
1: and I don't think that they're ever going to define it because no. they they understand that people will be wary about it, right? Look, at the end of the day, if you want to build it, that's up to you, but build it before that uh, the new bill <laughs> yeah, that we talked about in our last bill. episode yeah. Yeah, is, that is, uh, is 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 gonna be passed the because it's at that point at that point. But um look if it's something you want to build or even go out and buy right, then buy it. But I, I, I think that you're running a risk. Do you think that if you, for example, wanted
0: one, do you think it would be better to go and buy one from an FFL as opposed to building it? So that way you can have the plausible deniability of saying, Hey, I bought this from a gun shop. You know, Mm. I presumed, obviously, you know, when you presume something, it doesn't mean that it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's legal, but in good faith, you Mm -hmm. bought
1: it and it was sold to you in good faith. You make a really, a really better argument. You you just make a really good point. Um, As we all know, in a court of law, um, beyond reasonable doubt is what they need to prove. Right. So if there's any reasonable doubt that you did not know that that firearm was illegal, Right. Then that's the that's the doubt that you need to not be convicted. Right. So yeah, if your if your defense can say, well, look, um, yeah, he had it, and yeah, it is illegal for whatever reason. To decide, right? You know, um, was was my client really really at fault here? I mean, he went to an FFL, which is Federally licensed, right, and licensed by the state to sell things that are state compliant or whatever. Right, you know, non-compliant if you're a law enforcement officer or whatever. And um, he he bought this gun, and he was told that that it fit into, you know, the New York Safe Act. He was clear and all that stuff. I think that would be a enough. better defense. I think that would be enough rather than the defense because the prosecution can paint. You're an evil person building who guns, built, in who his built basement. guns in his basement. Exactly. I mean you have to think of it. I mean yeah. the courtroom's a show, man. I know. It's a show. So yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think right. if you're gonna have it, having that plausible deniability is yeah. is is it's a it's like a, a pro, you know, it's a check mark in the pro column right. for you rather than the con column. I,
0: I think that regardless of if you build it or buy it, if you if it's sold in stores, you should be able to build it. Um, no, I agree with right. you 100. Right, you're but just worrying. I'm wary, just saying right.
1: that you there is plausible deniability, and it does leave leave it open where, right. you know, the FFL is supposed to know. Yeah, yeah, they are. They right? are right. So if you're buying it from an FFL, it would almost be like if an FFL sold you a sold you a handgun and you didn't have a you didn't have a pistol <laughs> license and we we're like well i bought it from an ffl i i did everything they told me to do what do yeah. they i mean at the end of the day yeah you're right. gonna get arrested and yeah. whatever but what can they really say at that point it's gonna be like well now the ffl is the problem we should right. go talk to them right right so
0: yeah i i think it it, it, it it's definitely a gray area and that also one thing i wanted to address on this which is kind of backtracking a little bit um, a lot of people who have others, they have pistol braces on them. And a pistol brace is not a stock as defined by the ATF. Because it's made to right. go around to fire one, you know, it's it's made to strap to your arm to be able to fire a, a larger pistol with one hand it's a pistol brace. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody pointed out to me re- recently that, hey, if you're going to build another, don't put a pistol brace on it. Because a pistol brace makes it so that way a pistol can be fired with, with one, one hand. hand. Right people are using them as stocks, which technically right. it's not illegal because, you know... It's, you That's not what its intended purpose Right, is. it's not what its intended purpose is. And you could fire a pistol, butt it up against your chest, your arm. Like, it doesn't matter how you fire a pistol. It's not its intended manufactured purpose. But one thing that, again, somebody pointed out to me is that if you put a pistol brace on, technically the way and the intent of a pistol brace is to fire a pistol with one hand. But now if you put it on another that's designed to be fired with two hands, it, 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 it defeats the purpose and it could...
1: You know, it's all this legal nonsense. But well, I don't, I don't think that a pistol brace would make it so it's the intended purpose is to be fired with two hands. It would be, it would be even more so that it's intended to be fired with one hand.
0: Well, that makes it then not another It makes it an a. It makes it a pistol with a forward grip, right? Which is not another. So that's right, what so I'm getting yeah, at. If you have a pistol no that's made to design, that's designed to make a pistol easier to fire with one hand mm-hmm. and then you add a forward grip on it well that defeats the purpose of a pistol brace so right. instead some somebody pointed out to me that you could put um they they have these covers that go over the buffer tubes for an ar style firearm mm-hmm. and that is like a like a cheek piece so you could right. put your you know your cheek on the buffer and fire it with two hands right um again you know i i I, I see the point that they made, but I figured I'd just bring it up here because right. it is kind of a valid point. If you're if you're, yeah, if you're I mean, trying to weave within the, the definitions of things, but then you kind of contradict yourself by having a pistol brace, <laughs> right. and then on a, on a grip, on a, f- a firearm that's supposed to ha- be able to fire with two hands with a vertical right. grip, you, you kind of open yourself up to some interpretations there. Right. Um, so that's just one thing I wanted to put out. Um, there are some pretty cool cheek rests that go on the buffer tubes. Um, I'm not going to lie. I did see some that if I were to have an other, that's what I would put on there. Right. I wouldn't put the SB Tactical or anything like that. Just for that one reason, it's that extra layer of protection saying,
1: no, this is definitely made to fire with two hands. It's not a pistol. You know, don't arrest me, bro. <laughs> right. So one of the things that I had mentioned to Taylor when we were kind of discussing this beforehand is um, in in the New York State fact, I don't know if, you're, if you recall, Taylor, I was kind of saying that it, it lays out what an assault pistol is. Yeah, this is right. where you were getting so hung up. So this is kind of where I was getting hung up because I think that the state or the, you know, the the prosecution couldn't make the defense that it, it is a pistol and that you just put a front grip on it, therefore it is now an assault pistol. Right, and that it has a, the ability to accept a magazine outside of its grip. Right. Yeah. So I mean that's and that's another thing when you're dealing with the SAFE Act in, right. in New York State, like, we kind of get into, there's there's just all these layers of, of different laws that you have to kind of consider. And that's why, you know, it's another reason why I think it, you, you kind of have to be a little wary about right. um, building one of these in New York State.
0: But again, it the SAFE Act defines a pistol as a pistol that is semi-automatic. So it says explicitly a pistol. But... Again, getting back to the definition, if it's not a pistol from its inception, right, then therefore it can't be defined as a pistol, right. But and that, but so, you're you so saying kind it's of a what pistol is the strongest argument that that
1: a, a court of law might have for this, right, right. That's and that's what I think. I think they could they can go about saying, well, it was you know it was a pistol until you put that forward brace on it because look, if you're building it off of an AR platform, that's the you know the front the front grip is detachable, they could very well say, well, it was a pistol.
0: Right. Before you put that
1: grip on, it was a pistol. That's Correct. why when I said and then er- you put the front grip on and now you have an assault pistol. So now, right. You know.
0: That's why I said earlier in the podcast, if you were to make one
1: from an AR, you right. would put the grip on the upper first and then attach the upper to the firearm. Right. But how can they, they can't, you can't prove that. Oh, I know. You can't prove that and neither can they. Oh, it's I know. An, so at that point it's, well, the burden yeah. of proof falls upon the state if
0: they're to charge you with something. They have to Correct. prove, like I you know. said, so they have to prove that hey, this was a pistol. Well, if it was transferred, if the receiver was transferred to you as a firearm, mm-hmm. and it never, and they can't prove that it never had a stock, and they can't prove that it was never a pistol, then
1: right. you know, I mean, theoretically, you should be right. okay. But let's say they did want to go for the, you know, you built it at home uh, and yeah, all that nonsense, whatever, right? Baby killing, right? And, well, you know. let's just say that, and then now as a as a defense you will have to make an argument that because they could say well he put it on in a certain order which made it into a pistol first and now you're gonna have to defend that how do you even defend that right you know yeah, no, maybe take some pictures as you build it you know like like hostage Sal has a, have a newspaper <laughs> you lay have in there literally take a video of yourself <laughs> building it with, with everything well i'm attaching this piece first yeah <laughs> uh, the date is you know right. august yeah, exactly. 20th exactly i mean <laughs> dude it's it's ridiculous but i think that that's I think that that would probably be as far as the Safe Act. That would probably be one of their stronger arguments: is that right. well, it, it is it a, pistol. a pistol. It is yeah. a pistol, and all you did was put a front a front grip on it, which right. is defined anyway in the New York Safe Act as being an assault pistol. Right. And so that's I why... I think that this falls under the category of assault pistol. You you believe that from from a sense of law enforcement? No, and I from... just I just believe that as just like looking through it. I'm not saying that I would ever arrest anybody. Like like. Look, if, if if you could legally put... Like I, like I said earlier, this looks like a rifle. Yeah. Uh, so if... Like, let's say you're on Long Island and you have this. I, I don't think any Suffolk County cop is going to stop you and say, Hey, is that an other? Or is that a right... Let me, let me measure it. Like, yeah. I think this is the type of thing that's going to be enforced if they, like... You do... You know, you do something. Like, you... Right, it's an ad on charge. bank. you rob a bank. Okay, good. So now they're gonna do like analysis on it, and they're gonna measure the barrel and all these other things that you have to do when you you know, you take you know you confiscate a firearm and you voucher it and whatnot. But I don't think that this is something that gets charged on its own. No, it
0: can't be charged on its own as of yet because it's not defined. Right. So they're going to throw a bunch of different add-on charges at you. For example, if you use this in the commission of a crime, like that uh, attorney general, or not the attorney general, like that lawmaker in Sullivan County, from what I read earlier, was saying, "Oh, if we find you with it, we're going to confiscate it from you. If you're not doing anything wrong, well, if I'm not doing anything wrong, why are you taking my stuff? Why are you taking my property? Right. Why are you confiscating my property without compensation? You can't do that. Yeah. Right. So again, it would take somebody. To even okay, even if in Sullivan County, let's just say they they do take it from you and they confiscate you without compensation, you would have to sue them in court in order to get your property back. And then in court it would have to be defi- it would have to be laid out why they did that. Well, Your Honor, I think it's illegal based on this law. Okay, well you're not the lawmaker, you're a law enforcer. So the right. judge well, it's,
1: at the end of the day, the that's up to the DA, they can right. say because you know the DA can say you know well you know according to this this and this and this that's laid out in the New York Safe Act this does technically because they can say this does fit the fit the definition of a pistol right, right? the DA can say that. But it has to be proven. Well, they could say, yeah, sure. It's got X, Y, and Z feature, you know, detachable magazine, all that stuff. And, you know, going even further, they attached, you know, a a forward grip to try and circumvent the, you know, the law saying that, you know, it doesn't fall under the SAFE Act. And really, I mean, it's going to be up at that point. It's probably going to be up to the jury, really. I mean. Yeah.
0: And I I would imagine that they would try to get a jury in there that, you know, would Side
1: with the, the defendant. Oh well, I think that I mean in you know in court, both sides go back and forth. They, yeah, can, they get Jerry pictures. I think you know obviously the the prosecution is going to pick as many people as they can right. who are very much against yeah. firearms. And yeah, the defense will pick people who are you know very pro, reasonable pro Second Amendment firearms and right.
0: You know, are common sense people, and it amazes me that it even gets down to this that the state who hates guns hasn't explicitly banned it yet. New York State, this would. This is something, when I first heard of this, I'm like, oh, there's no way. Like, when I heard of, it, heard of it at other states and on a federal level that they were making these and I'm like, oh, there's no way that New York could allow this. But they haven't come out against it yet. Right. So, that leads me to believe that if the state who really hates guns hasn't right. come out against it, then, right. you know, it probably is okay. Yeah, and again, definitely anything not we say on this list. podcast isn't legal advice and you shouldn't do anything or... That we tell you that might be okay or might not be. Consult your lawyers, legal, whatever. You know the whole legal disclaimer here, right? I mean, it's. it's
1: I tell it's, you though, I would it's love one, one. of those things, I man.
0: would love one. I don't have one currently. I, I would love one though, to be just to be honest. And you know what? You could even right. throw a binary trigger in there, like the FosTech um, Echo trigger. Mm-hmm. You, you ever hear of those, John? No.
1: Tell me about. Oh, dude.
0: Basically, what it does is it's a it's a it's a trigger that drop-in trigger unit, they make them ARs and AKs where mm-hmm. you pull the trigger and it fires and when you release the trigger, it fires. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So you can... It's... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rock and roll, baby. Interesting. And, you know, on an AR, for example, it has a safe, the semi, and then it has the third position for the echo. Right. So you could have regular semi-automatic and then when you switch it to echo... I'm, I'm talking Fostech here. I, I know Franklin Armory has a binary mm-hmm. trigger and I'm just talking tech for example um you switch it to that third position and it in a rock and rolls you know what i mean it's pulling and, pull and release so you see videos yeah, online cool. people really get them going really good i and it, take a look at that dude i can't believe you
1: never heard of that what if you bump fire that
0: i don't know if it would work because you don't need to bump fire it yeah you don't you, there's no need to bump fire that because it it's you know basically every time you do, pull right. it pull and release a trigger it's Too a double speed. tap right so interesting yeah it's, no, I know you wouldn't need to,
1: no. to do it but and what you know, happens if you did and
0: legally it is okay because the way <sighs>
1: okay. okay this is technically considered one pull of the trigger it's
0: one function of the trigger right. and that's how they get away with it so for example when they ban the bump stocks <laughs> bull, you know bull crap that which was really
1: i mean i don't it shouldn't have been bad man i can't god. believe that they pushed that through oh my god I, I know mean trump pushed that through
0: i know and that's why you know he yeah it's e- a little he hasn't really been doing a lot for I us i mean
1: it, it that is the only major gun law yeah. that happened that came out of the trump administration right. which i mean a lot can argue that it could be a lot worse and that that's really not a bad thing if you're going to give something up which I know we don't want to give anything no, up you can't give, right? but i'm saying if we're going to give something up no. right if there if we had no choice which obviously we don't have a choice um, but it, it's not a bad thing to give I, up i
0: i don't i don't think it should have been given up just merely because the ATF isn't they're not policy makers they're policy right. interpreters right. so they said it was okay during the Obama administration they said it was right. okay. And now they're like, oh, now it's a machine gun. Well, then what What the
1: fuck is yeah. it?
0: And then, yeah. you know, Trump is pandering to the... Unfortunately, he's getting hit from all ends on this. Right. And he's like, oh, well, we don't need him. And I'm like, well, no. You know what? It's not about a matter of need. And the fact is that you could bump fire a firearm without, this, without the stock right. anyway. So what, right. what, what what difference does it make? It makes no difference. Exactly. It, it is, that, was, that was one of the most disheartening things. I'm like, really, Trump? Like, really? You,
1: you're doing us dirty here. Like, you this was supposed to be... A very pro-gun well, I think he, I think he took the path of least resistance. Yeah, you know, I think it was well. I can fight it, and it could be a lot worse, and a lot more work, and for a lot of reasons, and a lot we they could lose a lot more. I mean, even the NRA came out and said that bump stocks should be illegal. Did they not? Yeah, don't get me started on that. (laughs) No, but you know, I'm just saying, like, uh, you know what? A lot. They unfortunately political climate
0: over overruled right. common sense right and that is where i i have an issue because mm. banning a piece of plastic and saying it's a machine gun it's not a machine gun it's right. a piece of plastic right correct and yet you could bump fire a gun without that piece of plastic does that make the gun a machine
1: gun no it doesn't it makes your fingers a machine gun <laughs> it makes physics a machine gun <laughs> yeah.
0: that's what it is einstein was a machine gun right. inventor because right. he, yeah exactly he was you know really big in physics and did a bunch of shit. You know, I know, <laughs> I know that was, a, that was a that was <laughs> know, awesome. very profound. That was great. <laughs> very profound. I couldn't think of the word. I, I, I really couldn't think of some shit. I know. That was great. I know. Very profound statement, Taylor. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, I think that, Oh, so getting back to the binary triggers. Now, if you put one of those in another dude, they call them NFA nut kickers because basically it just, you know yeah. kicks the nuts of the NFA it it, yeah. it it weaves through all those legal you know terms and definitions and that's if I were to do it that's what I would do yeah i mean it seems pretty cool right oh it is it is totally cool but again you know do i want to be that person that might get you know get caught up in it and then you know if I if I go out to the range and I've seen them at the range before I, I've walked over and talked to people about it and you know they're really enthusiastic about it and right. to me it's just a little mm, I would want one but I don't know It it's one of those things where if you're gonna do it I wouldn't me personally it wouldn't I would like it. publicize it <laughs> yeah
1: well you know there's certain ranges you can go to that are a little more free than others right it might be okay to bring it Right.
0: Or if you're upstate and you're on your own land or you're on right.
1: public land,
0: you know, where, where shooting is allowed. Um, you know, our upstate listeners have a lot um, a lot easier of a time, I would imagine, shooting because you can just mm. go out on... If you have a lot of property, you can just right. have at it, you know? Right. doesn't matter. That's that's what we're very envious of here downstate. Right. Yeah. So... I I happen to think, John, that this topic is so hotly debated because it is not defined, and it
1: is such a slap to the SAFE Act. Right? I think think it's a big, like, you know, fuck you. Exactly. You know what I mean? I think people are like, ha. Ha, we got you. You didn't fucking think of everything. Right. And now we have something. Exactly. And what are you going to do? Exactly. But they'll just make another piece of (laughs) (laughs) legislation. Once they figure it out. I mean, if people... Listen, if this became something where... You know Thousands and thousands And thousands of these Were being sold There would absolutely be Legislation I think there's a it. lot of them Being sold I mean
0: I can't imagine That there's thousands And thousands But I, right. I'd imagine that I mean If if a, if gun shops Are selling them And people want them I, Or mm. people are even Building them I, right. I, I see on uh, The New York Gun sub Reddit Shout out here um, I see Hey check out my other My other build Check this out And there's a lot of people Making them I And I'm like Good for you Make them You know Right I, I think that if you were to go out and buy one I see some shops that are charging like $4,000 for it. And, oh, and then God on the cheap damn. end there's like 2300 and why? I'm like why? Just because just because like, just because. Just because. I'm not I'm not going to name you names here. You could probably
1: here. build it for what the same or less than an Well, VR? pre
0: pre-panic prices, you know, pre-panic buying. Well, I'm just prices. saying you if... could probably make a good one for like less than 800 bucks. Jesus, yeah. man. I know and that's Got not including it. your optic or you know any sort of accessories you might want to put on like a really good rail mm-hmm. you know right you know I tell people when they build ARs put your money in the barrel and an optic and right. that's where your money's going to be everything right, else right, is right. just ancillary you mm-hmm. know accessories whether it's a flashlight a hand rail get a good barrel get a good optic And, um, you know, or if you're going to run iron sights, just get a good bolt and barrel, and everything else is kind of ancillary at that. So what were you just about to
1: say, though, about the uh, legality and whatnot? You were just about to say something, and I cut you off. Oh, I don't remember. Oh. (laughs) Well, I mean listen the legality of it is up in the air and it is a gray area right. um i'm hoping it gets defined at some point because like in new jersey connecticut well, you we know could just have that letter to say hey yeah but you know if they're going to define it it's going to be illegal all that, all it's going to take is for well,
0: one is for one you might not i don't think it would be illegal man if they define it i mean they could do whatever they want but honestly i right. think if certain states like it's ironic because people always say like oh New Jersey has such crap laws I'm like well they got some better laws than us they can get they can have a lot more diverse array of firearms that we can Mm, they just got to go through a harder process to get it so I think that if the state does define it I think it could be legal by the letter of the law, unless they sign a new
1: piece of legislation or amend the Safe which Act, which is what they'll do, they'll right. just add a definition. Right. And they'll, they'll, they'll amend say, the Safe Act and other firearm or a firearm is defined as right. X Y and Z X Y and Z and I think if they were to do that though, illegal.
0: right, it has to go through a whole process, and like we saw with the Jose Webster and Traceable Firearms Act, it could get passed through no problem. But I think that in order for them to start doing that, they have to first realize that hey, this is something that is against the safe act and we have to try and amend it and then therefore go through the process to do so
1: yeah I don't think that this is going to be something that's going to happen anytime soon
0: no I don't think it's going to happen soon Um, I think with everything going on with the current uh, 2020 coronavirus pandemic and the presidential election upcoming I think that this is low on the list of the priorities of state lawmakers as it should be because it should be legal you know (laughs) well a lot of
1: things should be legal that aren't
0: right right but I think we we covered this topic pretty well. Um, I think that if you are going to go build one, um, just make sure you read
1: up about it. Make sure you read the laws. Make sure you read the definitions. You're gonna need to know the definitions and everything. So when you are confronted one right. day, you can explain why. Right. You can why whip it out it, and say, "Why you know you know you read it, you understand it." And and that really what it comes down to is you really do need to understand it because you need to understand the reasoning behind why why it's legal
0: right and if the state police just issued a letter like they did with well, the they're not the, gonna do like it. suffolk county issued with the mossberg you know shockwave and Type 14s they say hey look i got this letter it's legal right you know all right well i think this was a
1: very productive episode john yeah i mean I don't, i'm not sure there's much more to talk about as far no. as this is concerned
0: i mean no. it's, it's it's just it's, a lot of back and forth I mean, it's of, pretty
1: straightforward as far as it is
0: the definitions are very
1: straightforward
0: of why it's not x y and z
1: Right, I'm gonna put in um, the show notes. I'm gonna put in the show notes the links to, I guess, the definitions and whatnot. Right, uh, Taylor sent me um, pretty good, some pretty good stuff. Some stuff off of Reddit and whatnot. Shout out to New York Guns on on Reddit. Right, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna link the Reddit page in there um, and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't. Again, (laughs) again, I don't. I don't recommend building one. I do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I mean look, it's personal preference at right. the end of the day, right? So uh, you know, just understand what you're doing if you're right. gonna do it. Yeah, you know, be just, prepared for the consequences. Just like if that if uh that other bill that we that we spoke about passes and you're still gonna build guns in your basement, yep. yeah. just understand what you're doing. Yep. You know, understand that mm, it could be a problem. Be prepared and, for the consequences. Correct. And and not that there necessarily are any consequences laid out as far as others right now. Um, I, like like we discussed federally, it's you're fine. But New York man, such a problem with everything. Yeah, Cuomo's gonna bend you over. When is Cuomo out? Uh, I don't know. Not soon. No, exactly. <laughs> I should know this, right? I hate the guy so much. I should know when he's gonna be All out. Right, right. All right, everybody. All right. Thank, thank you. you very much for tuning in. And uh, we'll catch you next time. That's it. Make Take it easy. You. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to today's episode at the NY Gun Guys Podcast. We do release a new episode every Monday. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe and leave us a five star review. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at NY Guys. Please give us a like, a follow, and a share. If you have any feedback or a suggestion for a future episode, definitely send us an email at info at nygunguys.com. We'll see you next time. Be safe out there.